Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, Rob. Welcome to Red Bed TV. Liverpool take on Crystal Palace at Anfield this weekend. Chris Pajak, John Machen and Tom Dutton join me for this one. Chris, uh, Hodgson, Roy. Well, no. Yes. No, we've made our. I've made my peace with Roy Hodgson. Um, I, I vowed never to be horrendously disrespectful to him after the job the Crystal Palace did on Man City earlier on in the it's season. Not enough for me. Um, yeah, I mean, look, he, he, he teeters. I'll be perfectly honest. He teeters on the brink uh, at any given moment. All joking aside, and not really, because we'll doubtless go big on Hodgson again many, many times throughout the, throughout the show. Um, he, did, he did. He did do us a massive favour against Man City. It was a, a real ball from the blue, that, that win. Um, that he should be he fair. needs to do us another favour and then I'll forgive him. Yeah, exactly. That, that should be Roll over and let us dick them. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, look, if nothing else, that should be fair warning to us about this game, is that we, we're looking at this clutch of fixtures and kind of hoping that we're just going to get through, we're just going to get back into the, the habit of just winning, winning games and what have you. Um, the proof is there. You look at Crystal Palace. There's nothing there to suggest really that Liverpool should have a great deal of you know a great deal of problem with them at Anfield, etc., etc. However, they went and got uh, they got a very very good result. Yeah, they did, and, and they 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 will do that. But you you've mentioned it on the notes there. They are where they are by beating teams that are worse than them. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally speaking, now obviously Man City aren't worse than them, and they got a result there. Dad Milner likely to play right back. You know Trent out for a month. But hopefully, hopefully less than that. But he's definitely out for the weekend. Um, I think in right, I'm right in saying this. Dave, David Maddock had, had kind of intimated that Klopp's oh, kind of okay with the Milner thing because he really likes James Milner. And I think we're starting to see when we change the four-two-three-one, Milner doesn't really suit any. You know, he's still not played in it. I don't think. Yeah, or, or at least not. I don't We've think he's shifted found. to a three when I think he's come on the field. Yeah, or, or he's played. You know, he's played. Might be five minutes or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's, he's fine. He can play full back, no problem. So it's, it's not a big deal. I think it's a big deal in the long term. I certainly don't want Milner covering for our two fullbacks. You know, I think we need to buy fullbacks mm-hmm. to cover. You know, so but that that's obviously for the summer. Yeah, but you know now Milner's fine. But particularly given where we're at. And you know, he was asked, I think, in the press conference of the week about the the, the importance of of Milner. And he says, it's not like he, you know, just having someone there who carries that gravitas and that, that weight. It's not like he sat down, he's got his own little office, and there's a queue of everyone absolutely bricking it in the squad who were just t- taking turns to go with for Milner counselling sessions. 
but he clearly likes him. He clearly likes that influence. And look, he, he, he's there on merit at Milner, isn't he? But at the minute, is he better than? Is he better option for the for the midfield too than a Henderson? Or well, if, you, if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to play, you know, you, your choice at right back must be Fabinho or or Milner. You would have thought possibly come and you know. Mm. Yeah, possibly can imagine. But I mean, Fabinho for me needs to be playing in in midfield. Yeah. You know, you need to capitalise on that and build on what he's done so far. And you know, we all know what Jimmy Milner gives us. So you know, leaving him, you know, fullback. I think. I just think, going back to your, sorry, go just going back to your point earlier on, you know, about about his influence and stuff. Remember those videos from the first day of pre-season when Naby Keita's running around and they're doing the laps and James Milner just has them all off. Yeah, and you've got to be looking at going. This lad's won the league twice, mm. I think I'm right in saying. And he's older than all of us. And he's first day of pre-season, he's blitzing Naby Keita, who we've just signed for £50 million on, on the on the laps of Melwood and stuff. And you've got to go, this lad's done it. This lad knows what he, what kind of hard work you've got to put in to go and win a league title. And, and that, that is a thing. In addition to that, you've got to get who's putting that in. It, it makes sense to find a place for him in the team off the back of that because... It'd be there on merit as well. Exactly, you know, and, and this is this is the the, the the point with Milner. Maybe where we're at though in terms of the formation, because we, I don't think we have a better option really at right back. Do we? Everyone can say Fabinho, but I think my dad's dead right on that. Fabinho is is shown real signs. Time of being better and better. The more he plays, the better he gets for us. We can see his versatility. And Chris and I are going to discuss this in more detail about him on the podcast this week. But he at the minute. Because of where we're at in terms of injuries, who would you your choice? Would you rather have Milner in midfield and Fabinho right back, or for me, you look at the you look at the options we've got. It's Milner, it's Fabinho, it's Camacho. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at all of them, we don't know what Fabinho's game is at right back in terms of an offensive sense. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is. Defensively, I'm sure he's brilliant, yeah. fantastic. Camacho, in an attacking sense, you know he's brilliant. He likes to maraud up the right wing that that we need him to do in that position. Defensively, best suspect at Wolves, albeit in a makeshift defence. You look at Milner. He did it for us at left back for the longest time, and he was a massive influential part of that. Team. I think in terms of an attacking sense, he's brilliant in terms of passing with the ball, his feet, brilliant. He knows where he needs to be in this team, in this shape. He knows where he needs to be in terms of cover because he covers for Robbo at at his left back, Mm -hmm. but he covers for Robbo all the time when when Robbo's all the way up there. He is the perfect makeshift person in there, but like John says, you can't be relying on this. But then we're getting Gomez back soon, so Gomez is going to slot it right back. If he's our third choice right back, then that's a wonderful... Situate or a third choice, second to third choice left back, because what he does in that position, he does largely what Trent does, or he has the ability to do what Trent does because he's got a great delivery on him, he's got a great intelligence, he's got great calmness on the ball, he's got a good range of passing. He maybe's just Trent, but slower, you know, that's and that's maybe what you're losing out on. That is the only area of concern when you come against Crystal Palace, Chris, is that we've seen Trent struggle and, and be targeted to Haas causing him problems. Just that, just having that sheer pace, Crystal Palace would probably be not rubbing their hands together per se, but you know, if fullback, fullbacks, definitely position where we've been getting targeted. Some teams have had joy, some teams haven't had joy. Zaha would fancy himself, I think, up against. Yeah, he, he would, but it depends on what type of a game you're going into, doesn't it? I think if Liverpool are on the front foot it's probably not Milner's job to be covering that space. At that point, it might be a Fabinho's job to be yeah. back there and he's got the pace to be able to deal with that. If Crystal Palace build up, then 
Fabinho should be over there to help him out regardless, you know what I mean? I can't imagine that Milner will be the one getting caught in a foot race with Zahar, is what I'm trying to say, but if he's further up the field, mm-hmm. someone will, someone's job will be there. There's one thing you in. know for sure, that Zahar will know he's in a game if he comes up against Milner. Yeah. Milner's going to hit him. He'll be in the stands within oh, five. Milner is going to put him in the stands in the, fir- yeah, in the first five minutes, absolutely undoubtedly, because he knows that's part and parcel how, of the job. How do you reckon they're going to line up, though? Because if you look at how they're going to be lined up against City, it was 4-5-1 with Zahar in the 10. So it, I'm, I'm expecting they're coming to Anfield we are one with the second best attack in the league, are we? They're not going to come here and be open as a 4 3 3. I'm not going to expect that. No, it's, it, 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 it's a 4 5 1 that will go to a 4 3 3 encounter. You'd, yeah, you'd with imagine. Max Meyer on the left. and then. But like I say, with City, Zaha was there and like second half he was flagging massively. I just don't think he's. Really I mean, you know, it's, it's an interesting approach, and okay, maybe the fullback thing offers them a, a modicum of encouragement. They're in a weird position, aren't they? I think they because they've they've the fourteen to four points behind Brighton, but this they're not clear of relegation, but they're they're, they're clearly better than the teams who were who were properly mired in the relegation stuff. But they're also not good enough to be at the top end of that middle clutch. Because I mean, literally, they're at the bottom end of the middle the middle clutch of teams. You know, the ten points I think behind seventh. So that's you know you know there's a few teams that harbour those ambitions. They're not. They're they're not in amongst it. You're right, okay. It's, it is. It has the ability. I think mean, they've played Ayu, Jordan Ayu up front recently, flanked by Townsend and Zahar. But that's very easily just those guys just come and sit in on the the, the wider side of the midfield, don't they? Yeah, I think it's you know it's, it's great worrying about what Crystal Palace doing, and you would have to if you Jurgen Klopp. But as a Liverpool fan, I'm thinking, you know what? We've got better players. We can build up through the phases. We can attack them. We can score goals against them, and that's our first job. And they've got Speronian as well, so just get shots. Is that, in is on that goal. the case? Because I, I saw the echo made a big deal about this. Like this, the man who's going to be stopping is the oldest man in the league, is Julian Speroni. Wayne Hennessy came on for Geiter at the, you know, yeah. off the bench. So I mean, neither of them are great goalkeepers, but Wayne Hennessy is one of them, isn't he? That's Speroni, maybe to some extent. Is that I hear Wayne Hennessy and I go, I should be like, wait, it's Wayne Hennessy in goal. I'm not. I just have visions of men pulling ludicrous saves out of their arse to, yeah. to, to deny Liverpool. So, I mean... It was all over the news. I mean, we reported on it yesterday and, yeah. and, and I'm guessing that it's from a reputable source. If it was everywhere, but you never Good know. Good to see you source the news. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the yeah. Echo, yeah. Echo, yeah. Echo yeah. Live yeah. plug. They, they, they yeah. said that they were both injured. Interesting. So, um, I mean, the thing about Palace is you can almost throw form out the window. Because they're just an odd team yeah. for us, aren't they? Yeah. You just don't know whether they're going to give us a game well, or they're going to roll over. Dad, they've scored. They've only scored twenty goals in twenty-two in the league this season, and three against. They scored three of them against Manchester City. Yeah. Tells you that everything. So be, I mean, you, you couldn't get them to score those goals again if you saved your life. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, that, I mean, but Townsend's goal was. Like one in a million years, but that's but that's but that's Townsend all over, isn't it? And that's what they've got. We were talking about it yesterday in conversation when we were talking to a Palace fan, as you say, and it, it was they, Zaha's not in great goal goal scoring form at all. You've got Christian Benteke who's coming back now. We know what his goal scoring performance has been like. We know as much about him as you can you can know about a player really. At both well, what we don't know is why he always scores against us and no one else. Well, yeah, yeah. Hopefully that was you know. It, Predominantly for Aston Villa, of course, but the it's they shouldn't be able to do these things. But the Man City game is exactly what I'm talking about. They've got lad Andros Townsend is the perfect example of a lad who you cannot legislate for because he can just pick a ball up on his weaker foot 
and, and blam it in the top bin and you're a goal well, behind. Well, he's one of those guys you don't know what his weaker foot is. Exactly. You know. And defensively against City, he was fat. Once he'd scored that goal, obviously it bolstered him. Him covered him for Van Bissaka on that right-hand side. He was unbelievable. Stopped pretty much anything City wanted and to and do. Palace is one of those one of Klopp's early games where he where it went awry, wasn't yeah. it? And he was livid at it. And um, and I don't think he ever forgot it. That was one where he talked about it, yeah, when everyone left early, when we were getting beaten. He, he, he never felt so alone and yeah. all that stuff. So All he does right. ache so and stuff. <laughs> he does, yeah. He did say a few choice words about them, didn't he? So I don't think he's under any illusions about what what's going to happen. So. You'd hope, you'd like to hope. And we've, you know, we've been lucky in so much because that Liverpool, we haven't been, we haven't been, we're not undefeated, and we haven't been undefeated. We've lost, we've lost games. Now. We've lost games in every competition that we've that we've played in. Losing them in the losing games in the cups, though, have, have given us seems to have given us a little bit of a kick up the arse along the way because the Man City game can always go either way. But you'd like to hope that that little the little flutter that we had with with, with the Wolves game was enough to make let everyone know. You can't. You just can't afford to take your eyes off the off the ball. No, but we've been, we've been so good at home, haven't we? I think there's a there's a confidence that we carry now. You know, Anfield truly is a fortress again. Teams fear going there, and teams play differently against us when we're at Anfield and when we're at their place. And I think rightfully so. I think you know we've dominated teams from start to finish in most of the games, going up near seventy percent possession against a lot of teams in this league. And you know we are imposing our will not just on the teams that we play but on the league as a whole right now you know we've we've only had poor results against any of the top five six four maybe mm-hmm. is it yeah. you know Chelsea yeah. Manchester City we're not just unbeaten beaten we've beaten them, them yeah. all yeah and that's the big difference now isn't it and every team's coming into Anfield and going how do we get out of here with <laughs> a point because it's so difficult. Yeah. And we might talk about Crystal Palace and all of their great points that they've got and great players that they've got, but they're going in fearing yeah. us. And that will that that is an advantage this, to us. This, I mean, you I mean, in terms of Roy Hodgson's mentality, you can't see any world other than them doing everything in their power to stop us from scoring a goal. This for me, I mean, we'll talk, we'll do score predictions, but this has got that, that game. This game has got so many games over down the years we've seen this, you, you stoked and whatever you were. If we get a couple of early goals, I think we'll absolutely we can absolutely wipe the floor with them. If not, we're going to have to be patient, and it might be a bit more like Brighton. It well, might be like those games the, Huddersfield the last beauty, year. The beauty of us this season is that it doesn't seem to phase us if we don't yeah. score early. Yeah, yeah. We miss loads of chances, and we still carry on. And that word mature came out last week against yeah. Brighton. Suddenly, people are saying, "Oh, this team actually are really difficult to beat," mm-hmm. and not just that they're they're, they're patient. They'll yeah. wait, and then they'll score. And that's and they'll steal the three points off. Yeah, absolutely. You know. um, right, we're going to do preferred elevens in a second. Before we do, let's have a little look at a fantastic piece of content that went up on the RedmenTV.com this week. It's Chris sat down in the ultimate crossover with the Anfield Raps and Neil Atkinson on the Newsroom podcast. But these things are all, it's all on, it's, as I say, it's all on like one large graph. But I think that that's, that's what's at the core of all this. And then it becomes, we don't want you enjoying yourself. And I think there's something else as well with Liverpool. And we, we need to remember we feel it. We feel it with United in that there's a huge number of supporters around the country who had childhoods ruined by how good Liverpool were. Yeah. And our childhood was ruined by how good United were. Yep. So when you see United, if United right now were four points clear at the top of the Premier League, you, me, we'd be thinking, oh no, here we go again. 
And that's exactly what's happening with us. So when we think, well, why isn't everyone wanting us to do well? You know, there was the Henry Winter piece about everyone should be behind Liverpool. Liverpool are doing this and Liverpool are doing this. And they're a club that's connected to the community and they seem like good lads and they're playing really good stuff. And they're up against this Man City side that are a behemoth now. And cheating. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, why isn't everyone behind Liverpool? The reason why is because everyone's everyone has a thing somewhere where they're thinking, if they win one, they can win three. If they win, but, if they win one, they can win three, get, and we can't stop them. I get that, but is this passed down through generations? Then because a lot of you know social media isn't our age. No, no, you know what I mean. They they can be. I don't know how old a lot of people I are think on social it is, media. Because it is football. The way you think about football, I do think that there is always something in the line about football DNA. Yeah, of course it's passed down. Of course it's there. It's present. It's not just the idea that people sort of saying stuff. It's this sort of folk memory. I, I was there's a really good story. Remember when Rush went to Newcastle? Yeah. And my uh, lad who was in our school was at the game, and he was at the game with his brother, his older brother, and his older brother was 15 years older than him. And uh, and it was 60 minutes on the clock, and he said, and he and he went to tell you what, Rush has been quiet, and his older brother went, don't say that. Don't you say that? And then Rush turns scores. Newcastle win one nil. And he says his older brother was lived with him. Like how how dare you tempt the footballing gods of Ian Rush like that? I've I've got I've lived a lifetime of putting up with this, and you've just said Rush is quiet. You never say Rush is quiet. You, and, you can think it, but never <laughs> verbalise. Yeah. Yeah, you can get involved with that show and everything else that we've got going on. It is just £5 a month. There's a whole like a host of content in terms of visual and in podcast form as well. We actually had a little bit of feedback and stuff, and it turns out loads of people are getting on the uptake on the, on the podcast stuff. So obviously predominantly known for being video, for being YouTube and what have you. We've got that. We've got that in spades. But again, if you need to pick up where you left off and go and get and listen to it in podcast form, you can do that stuff as well. It is free for the first month as well. So if you want to go and try it out, you can do. Get the full newsroom podcast, get interviews with Liverpool players and managers past and present, uh, and every aspect of Liverpool Football Club covered top to bottom. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Um, preferred elevens. Once again, short segments. Short segments. <laughs> um, we've all gone for the same team again. Um, Tom, um, for the sake of just being, you know, it needs to go up on the screen. We'll get your wonderful smile and face up there and the team. Um, I mean, the goalkeeper picks himself. Yeah. We're, 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 I think we're all judging this on the Matip was on the bench. He's yeah. likely to be available, and knowing the genie when Aldum's out injured. It makes sense, Matip, to come back into this Fabinho to go back into the midfield. Yeah, the only the only thing really is Cater. 
everyone else, this is the lineup. But like Milner's got to go right back, Matter back in at centre back because you want a centre back at centre back, and Fabinho slots back in the midfield. I've done Shakiri, Firmino, Mane, Salah as me four, but I wanted to get catered in there for yeah. some reason. I really want to see him playing, but then I don't like seeing him on the left. I want to see him centrally, but you can't take Firmino out of this team. Yeah. You just can't do it because he's been so instrumental the past few games, and I don't want to. I don't want to stop that. Um, I was contemplating a four-two-two-two, but it's kind of the same anyway. But like, put Mane on the right and then Cater on the left, but then they both come centrally while the two wingers. Uh, and then, it's an interesting it's, thing, though. That uh, that that becomes the question, doesn't it, Chris? Of who who drop who if you bring Cater in, he still hasn't established himself in a four-two-three-one. So we still don't know what the best options. You're compromising a bit of something. You're compromising maybe a bit of stability if you put him in the in the two. Maybe, maybe that's a decent point because we might not we might not need that in this game if they're gonna they're gonna sit back in and again you're gonna take Mane out of the team to put him on the left no you're gonna take Shakiri out of the team possibly the only option I see it is you know actually funnily enough me and Simon Bundes were having a chat on Twitter yesterday about a few things and you know the difference between Liverpool and how they attack and Manchester City and I come back to it and I think I said this probably a couple of months ago is I'd like to see Keita in a three man midfield but very much a two and a one. Okay. So not as far forward as Roberto Firmino plays in that 10. <coughs> running into that space in the way that Bobby runs back towards the ball. Mm-hmm. Because I think that would give us the closest thing we've got to when Ox was in the side. Yeah. You know, a guy who's willing to break the lines with the ball at his feet. You know, and then in that scenario, Salah goes out to the right. Firmino plays the nine. And you've got Mane over on the left-hand side. And I think you get a little bit of the best of both worlds. Yeah. But I think you need, I think you need a little bit of freedom as a manager to be able to play this I don't think it's a Premier League must win game I think maybe that would have been tested in a cup competition or maybe if you think you're playing <coughs> with the greatest of respect Huddersfield at home yeah. you know maybe you try something a little bit different but because they're also must win now I think he just goes with what he knows has been I performing think well, and he's not dicking we're, around we're playing at home against a team who almost certainly are going to defend and try and hit us on the break so you don't. You can relax your sort of defensive element to your game. You don't need extra players in there to give you more strength. Mm-hmm. You need more flair players in, there and therefore Shakiri, you know, for me would be nailed the on only, just to add to the forwards. The only note on that, and I, I, again, we've all picked the same team, but just as a just as a point of note is that we've seen Shakiri. We know Shakiri wanes in games big times, and if we, and I'm just wondering whether this might be one where. That option that Tom discusses, where maybe put Cater on the put Cater on the left, put Mane on the right, and you've got Shakiri for the final half an hour. Because alternatively, you know, we might need the full ninety of this one again. This might be this might well be one of those games. It shouldn't be, but it, it might be. And I think I'd I can make a case for I'd rather Shakiri enter the game than Cater come into it. Enter Shakiri. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> that, that band uh, seeing that they've made it they, 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 they've started retweeting every single time someone makes that reference because it's, it's a terrible joke yeah absolutely and also they want to stay relevant because no one remembers them um, what do you think of that then? well I, I can see it's an option and, and clearly we need at some point to get Cater in the side but I don't know he's, he's not there yet so you know I don't think the time for experimenting with, with your lineup is is, is now okay know. No, that's fine. Um, 
We'll take it to heart. <laughs> I really would like Cater in the side. Oh, cool. Um, let's have a look at what everyone else is doing this weekend then. Obviously, we're playing Palace 3pm on the Saturday. Also at that time, I've brought them back into the conversation because... Brighton. Flying. Brighton, yeah. Brighton. <laughs> um, United take on Brighton. I know they gave us a tough game, did like. You see, did you see that picture doing the rounds? Uh, three pitches of Solskjaer, two of the Mafia, and it's like six, one six on the bounce, blah, 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 and then it's still still six. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the final, the um, Arsenal Chelsea half five kickoff is very interesting. It's the, the battle for fourth really hot up there. away win. Um, I thought I'd do what I for Arsenal really. I think in terms of the, the I think that's last chance. They've got a few issues off the pitch as well, now, haven't they? Oh, it's <laughs> serious, like undermining Emery and all kinds of yeah. stuff, like mm, at the moment. Great, um, but that technical director, I, I forget his name, Mike. Yeah, he's gone, Annie. He? Yeah, they were, he was expecting to have a bit more control than he ended up with. Oh dear, Arsenal have put this wonderful structure in place to handle Wenger leaving and it's all <laughs> falling apart already. Um, I shouldn't laugh, um, but I will. Um, yeah, but th- in terms of that, I think I think that's a closed shop for top four. I think if Chelsea pick up the pick up the win there again unless you know the research at Man United continue uh, Huddersfield what, what's interesting about this is it's another game week Chris where we play ahead of the, the, the nearest the nearest rivals however Man City travels to Huddersfield managerless Huddersfield I think that's got home win wrote all over yeah. it you know yeah, I think and the players step, I think they're a free scoring side now Huddersfield imagine imagine has <laughs> been like, holding them back imagine mate. if he was the Mourinho uh, to the situation <laughs> they're going to get back in like <coughs> Moy no, is like, he still there? Yeah, he's still there. Um, David Healy. Or no, he didn't play for them. There's a forward, the forward that they had that I always go that, that Matt from Bosnia always goes on about, and I can't remember his name for the life of me. But yeah, just get some striker in that they love, and everyone gets mad for it. Uh, Fulham host Tottenham in the four o'clock kickoff. So our nearest rivals, we, we get to put the pressure on once again by hopefully getting our three points on the board. But they do play the two worst teams in the league. Yeah. But then you know Ryan Babble comes in. And, and shows that Tottenham should have signed there just, as a backup cycle for Kane. Just, just drops in from the babble cop there to, to nod one in in the last minute. To do that that brilliant shimmy he did against, was it Derby County back in the day? He scored an absolute particle and that was that was the story. Right Tottenham, at Tottenham. Tottenham. Struggling for forwards. Mm. That's a good point, actually. So got... Um... I don't, to be fair, I think Fulham are more likely to cause cause an upset there than at home. They've obviously got it's a, da- it's a derby, isn't it? Spurs are a little bit thin on the ground. Obviously, you know, Son's gone gone to the Asian. Shell's goal was fantastic the other week as well. Did you see it? Yeah, unbelievable touching and finish. I'll be honest, I don't care about any of the rival fixtures anymore because as long as we keep winning our games, I'm not asked. We're at, we're top of the table. And literally, all we need to do is win every single game, which we're capable of doing. And so you're glad you never went to him first. On the yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about I'm fine. segments. I'm fine for the world where we get to sit down, have a bit of have a bit of dinner, and sit down to watch the last half of Fulham battered and Spurs to put them to, to end their title and, and throw them right back into the battle for fourth would be uh, would be very nice indeed. Snooker's on though, Paul. Forget about forget about Fulham Spurs. Yeah, all right. What is it? I don't know what on that day. So the Masters, the, I don't know, the final, the Masters. On final on Sunday. There you go. I'm not asked about either of them games. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like a bit, of, like a bit of, I like a bit of snuck in England. Um, yeah, great. <laughs> Score predictions, Tom. What do you think it's going to be? Two nil. I think it's honestly going to be nervy for sixty minutes, mm-hmm. but we're going to just get it, get it done. Okay. Done. One nil. I'm going to say two nil as well, and I, I think we scored an early goal for us. Interesting. Cool. I, 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 you know what? I've got this real feeling that these little little spell of games are going to be 
not like nervy per se, but just not excited. No, no, not even that. Just, just a bit boring, and just you know, I think we'll just we'll probably yeah, a one or a two. No, let's go one nil as well for the for the sake of it. Um, yeah, let you know. Let us know your preferred elevens and score predictions in the comments below. Drop a like on the video, and as mentioned, if you want to get that full newsroom podcast with Neil Atkinson, you can do. Go and sign up to theredmentv.com. Uh, we shall see you there. Some absolute belter content on there. So yeah, go there. Support what we do, and uh, obviously don't ask you for nothing. We give you loads and loads of cool stuff off the back of that as well. Other than that, we'll be back post-match. We hope to see it all there. Thank you very much, gents. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, thank you for watching. See it all soon. Ta-da. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.